Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. We're going to be talking about Counter-Strike 2, Dune Spice Wars, Poppy Playtime, and others. But first, my name is Christian. My name huh? is Bobby. Huh? My name is Nick. I'm Amanda. And I'll be drinking beers tonight, so there's going to be a lot of pee breaks. <laughs> oh, God. There we go. Trying to get that sound. Get ready sound to hear a lot of yeah, That's all I have, man. I have a new booze. <laughs> So, oh well. <laughs> it's a sad day in the Emilio household. It's sad. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, no. uh, I did fucking, uh, what do you call officiate the wedding. It, I didn't fuck it up too bad. So it went pretty well. Um, so, yeah. What do you mean by too bad? Did you have to do a speech? Or no, you were just officiating, right? Okay. I was officiating, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of your ball to fuck up. Like you start with an A, all you, all you can do is fuck up. And then, like, if you knock it out of the park, nobody's like, it's just what's expected you know what i mean yeah you never hear that wedding was well officiated you know that's yeah, not like yeah, <laughs> yeah no one ever remembers the officiating person. yeah um, okay but cool i didn't fuck it up so that was good didn't fuck it up rupaul style on the radar these are games that have caught our attention and bobby's starting us off what's going on Submachine Legacy. So somebody had posted this in Discord, and I can't remember who, Me. but... Oh, was it you? I okay. sent it to you directly. Yeah, but I thought somebody else posted oh. it in Discord. Or maybe I found it on Steam, because I was browsing through, as I usually do, the um, recently released. And this is probably the only game that caught my attention. Actually, there was a RoboCop game coming out, but uh, we don't have that in our notes, so I'll stick with this one. But Submachine legacy is a hand-drawn puzzle point and click adventure game um this is actually the second game well i don't know the second big game from a solo developer not sure how to pronounce his name but he's a comic book artist and also a video game designer um so a very artistic individual looks that's how you say the first one sorry Mm, yeah. Okay. Sounds man. good to me. Sounds like a man. He that dude only rides motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> Mateusz the motorcyclist. <laughs> but it's an interesting looking puzzle game. So it's because it's point and click, it's not like you're wandering around a map. But I guess the idea is that you have to uh fix and play with a bunch of machines in order to escape this um underground area. And uh, there's a story to it that's slowly revealed through notes that you find. So it looks like it could be good. The game is out now. It's 25 bucks on sale for $22.49. His other game was Slice of Sea. And that one had uh, a very similar art style, obviously, but uh, looks to be a little different. It's a puzzle game, but more of an adventure style game. 100% of 257 people liked this game. That's pretty um, cool. That's yeah. pretty crazy, yeah. This guy doesn't give a shit about resolution. He's just like, I don't <laughs> care if you bought an ultra-wide monitor. Like, we're going to cut every... Uh, basically, you're looking at, um, what do you call it? Like a, a sheet of paper, whatever. What is what is that resolution? Yeah, eight but by, I, eight by I like and that. And a half. But yeah, dude, no, I like that. I think shit. that that's great because, yeah. like, it's it's one. It's kind of done in like somewhat of a retro pixelated style. Is like mm-hmm. how the aesthetic looks. It also definitely reminds me of like uh, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. That kind mm-hmm. of feeling, but it's very much like a submarine, right? Where if you were walking around in a submarine and you're that far deep, you're only going to see a small scope of light. 
right? Maybe yeah. I'm looking too much in the meta of it. Maybe it has Could to do be. with the money, and he couldn't afford making it ultra wide. No, no, the submarine thing is good. The submarine thing is good. Yeah, it's a DLG bump. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think this looks cool. Yeah, good luck. Well, I always appreciate when people hand draw something or go through the effort to make something unique. Um, he says on the Steam page that uh, nothing is procedurally generated. And uh, I feel like that's becoming more of a crutch these days with video games. It, it's, uh, I don't know, it, it makes it sound like it's this big, vast universe because something's procedurally generated and things could be so different. But honestly, it's it doesn't make them any more interesting. It's like a hundred million different types of things and none of them interesting. So. Yeah, hey, it was a crutch for my uh, wedding officiating. Like, done in fifteen <laughs> seconds, buddy. Procedurally generated. In ten years, we're going to be I'm doing this to... podcast, and we're going to be like, "It's going to be so cool!" Oh, this game was human made. Oh my god, I can't believe this game was made by an actual human. That's we don't see that a lot anymore. It's all these computer generated, and they're going to be the best games ever. So, so what I did was, uh, I told the computer to please make me like. So what? I basically think that person is kind of like, so the guy was kind of like a bear and the other guys and the girl was like, um, kind of like a gentle, like hummingbird. So I said, what would, you know, what would it be, what would a script be between a, a bear and a hummingbird? And, uh, yeah, I got a lot of, I got about 75% of the way there. Wait, you Chad GPT, you're officiating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, you were terrible, dude. God I'm officiating a wedding. God you're damn. fucking terrible. <laughs> Hey, there was tears in the like, audience. That's all I gotta say. It's not an important yeah, day. how bad you good. were. Hey, we're we're not. We, there's no time for bashing Emilio. We got to move on. Christian, what do you got? I'm talking about <laughs> Pioneers of Pagonia, which I put on the radar a long time ago. I'm not going to talk too much more about it, except for holy shit, I played this game, this demo for five fucking hours on Steam Next Fest, and then I was like, okay, at what point? Like, is this going to end? Like, it just kept me expanding and expanding. I was unlocking all these buildings. I saw the tech tree. Everything was clearly laid out. I was like, okay, I want to get there. And then I was like, I don't, I'm abusing this demo. You know, I'm like doing everything. This demo doesn't end, I don't think. You know, they're going to be adding stuff after the demo to the full release from what I gathered from the Steam page. But the demo itself is huge. So if you're looking for like a deep logistical uh city builder that has kind of a more cutesy feel uh yeah you can buy this i think this one's probably an insta buy for me when it comes out just because yeah you play demo for five hours i think because you owe them i I, yeah Yeah, i think (laughs) you mentioned this before yeah this this art style is so cute yeah Yeah. i like it a lot buy it Um, gartic phone oh sorry comments no go ahead all right well moving along then yeah gartic phone (laughs) (laughs) sorry days it's all good Um, we handed you the walking stick but it was covered in poop (laughs) you're like ew don't touch your face after after touching this (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) no uh, you handed me a you know a a shitty kind of phone right like gardic phone no it's Mm -hmm. not shitty it's awesome so this game is you can play up to 50 different people it's like telestrations it's on the browser so it's free so you just 
put in uh, GardicPhone.com and you can play with a whole bunch of people. We played this at the DLG Con like meeting game night, but we only played a little bit. And so that's why I put it on the radar because I want to play a lot more of this. There are a bunch of different modes, which are cool. So they have ones that are like telestrations where you get you can just write whatever you want because you make up whatever sentence you want. And then the next person has to draw it. And so um, it's always kind of wild. But one of the modes that I really liked was a storytelling one. And it it's just all you have is the context from the previous sentence to complete a story. And that's it. So like somebody just starts off a story with a, with a sentence. It could just be like, you know, DLG is pretty cool. <laughs> And then somebody reads that and then like they just add one sentence at a time. So you end up with like a ridiculous shit as you normally do with these kind of games. Um, I don't know if you've got a party going on and definitely I think at DLG Con we're going to be playing this because this is this is a blast. I have Dude, a, uh, Christian, able... you played it a bit, right? Oh, sorry. Yeah. All my friends got together last weekend and Taylor was like, we should all play Gardic Phone on the Discord. And it, it was a hit. And he didn't even show up. He was like, let's play. And then he didn't show up. He's like, I'm crawling under my house. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? What, what you <laughs> <laughs> well, he showed up for the the uh, con meeting and game night. And so that was pretty great. It was leading that. And so yeah, we tried a few of them. They've got all kinds of ones, though. They've got ones where you have to like fill in the missing piece. Like they start the drawing and then you fill it in. And it's just, it's cool. I like that you can have. 50 people playing that is wild to me so yeah that's that's a lot of fucking people to play anything dude at the same time <laughs> telestrations after dark with 50 how fucking well people. this works on cell phone uh, it super really well, well yeah. yeah oh it did okay great yeah yep. that'll be good then yeah i think we're going i mean i'm bringing my desktop i think that'll be the only one there so um besides that i think most people are gonna have to be on their phone or again bring your uh Bring your Bluetooth controllers. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Thief Simulator Moving 2. Along. Not, to be, uh, not to be confused with Thief Simulator 1, which we all remember, right? No, I had no idea what this was when I clicked on it. <clears throat> but um, funny enough, like, there's n- it's kind of a big thing, stealing. And there's not a whole lot of fucking stealing games. There, a lot of times they're part of a game. But um, there was a thief that was huge. And then, uh, yeah, you think about it. It's like a really cool mechanic. Usually it's part of like a stealth game. But uh, this is a simulator. So you're uh, crawling around burglaring uh, houses and businesses and stuff. And um, you get your quests from dark web. That's also your your fence. That's where you sell your things as well. And it's funny because, um, you know, there's laptops, but then there's laptops. You can get the, it wasn't Apple. It was like Mac, Mac one or something like that. But obviously the Apple ones were worth more. So uh, I saw the guy uh, live streaming. He had to put down the shitty laptops and pick up the Mac ones because he got to the Mac room. <laughs> and uh, so, it, yeah, you have to watch your weight, how much stuff you're carrying. Also, just uh, how many things you're carrying. Um, also... Uh, you're obviously people are walking through the building. You're trying to avoid them. Um, also, on the dark web, people are looking for specific things like a yellow toaster. I, maybe it's procedurally, procedurally generated. I'm not sure of that part. But you know, if you see one, you're going to grab it if you remember that thing that somebody wanted. Uh, 
So um, there's a lot of things here that might be pretty good. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be picking this up or anything, but I don't think there's enough thieving games that that's the sole sole thing. Oh, you could get better items at you know better crowbars or whatever, uh, flashlights, infrared, all that stuff. This reminds me of uh, another thief game called uh, Wedding Officiator Two, where you go to a wedding, but you don't. Uh, you need to write your script. Maybe you forgot it. I don't know. I don't know what happened. And you use like leading AI software to like generate you something that was inputted by thousands of other people. I don't know. It looks good. Thief <laughs> <laughs> Simulator Two. 88% with a thousand uh eleven hundred people. So not bad. Eighty-eight percent. Uh how much is it? Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. We'll give this a try. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. well I'll tell you what does not have an eighty-eight percent with something that has lower than that is Total War Feral. And unfortunately, I did not want to see this uh do this bad. Um it has a sixty percent right now on Steam. Um Unfortunately, it seems like Creative Assembly is not firing on all cylinders with their latest release. Um, it's their latest Total release, Total War release after Total War Warhammer 3. Um, they're pretty much cranking out a Total War every year now. Um, this is set in Egypt um, during like the Bronze Age, essentially. There's three cultures and eight leaders. That's it. Um, which, coming from a game that has like you know, 26 factions. Well, of course this is across three different games, but even the, even just counting one of those games has five factions and 16 leaders. Big difference. Um, the maps that it, people are complaining about the maps are copy and pasted from Troy. Uh, the unit, the unit variation is very, uh, the unit variation is very limited um, due to the fact that there's still no cavalry. Um, it's the it's the same kind of mechanics as in Troy as well, where there's heavy infantry, light infantry, and medium infantry. Well, cavalry wasn't uh, invented yet, Nick. Can't fault yeah, them. They had, they had camels in the no, videos, chariots. I'm, I'm, in the, yeah, chariots, in the videos, yeah. I'm seeing chariots. Yes. Yeah. Does that not count as a cavalry? I guess not. Yeah, it counts as a flanking unit. But what people, I don't know. You you have in the in the release schedule, right? You have Total War Troy, which is a Bronze Age game. You have Total War Warhammer, which is a fantasy game, and then you have Total War Pharaoh, which is another Bronze Age game. When it comes to releases, you would expect either a line era game where you're having rifles, things like that, like in Napoleonic era, or you expect a medieval. Uh, this game, uh, if you want to know what its peak. All-time peak of players as of release, 5,424. That's fine. Isn't uh, isn't it five? What's wrong with that? For something this big, dude, from Sega and Creative Assembly, I don't think. But it's such a niche type. I mean, because of the setting and it's totally historical, isn't it like super niche to begin with? Your Warhammer players probably don't want this game. I'm guessing. But how, how? Okay. Guess the number for Warhammer then. Oh, I don't know. A hundred thousand. Gotta be. Fifty thousand? Something War, huge. Warhammer 3. It is right 168,000. Yeah. On launch, right? Um, on launch. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't uh it doesn't look very good either. 
I, I've I've looked at Total War games and I've been like, wow, how do they do that? And this one, I'm like, I don't know. Uh, it's I don't know, uh, hundred sixty six thousand. Sorry, uh, hundred sixty eight. The other thing is like Troy they gave away for free on Epic, so even the numbers for Troy are a little bit lower than this one. Even and I don't know. I think they just really kind of some. So the reviews and and shit that I've read on Reddit kind of hit the nail on the head. This should have just been DLC for Troy. In all honesty, yeah, for sure. Actually, it should have just been like a forty dollar right. DLC, thirty or forty dollar DLC for Troy, because dude, resellers are having trouble selling this game for thirty eight dollars. The game is sixty dollars, but resellers are having trouble selling it for thirty nine forty dollars. Maybe they mispriced like, it, but oh, I have a problem. I don't have a problem, but it was interesting scrolling through the reviews and seeing that a lot of people praising the mechanics and gameplay while leveling critique at like everything around it like the price but, and but, there was already a bronze age game but this game is actually pretty good like the actual but, game is but, good right but here's the thing if you're not listening to your customers and the game is not doing well does that mean the game is good no if the game is a good if is the game a fun game I, I want to pick this up on a sale. I don't think I would pay this price for it. But if it's a good game, I mean, I'm going to play it, right? What's the, What setting would you guys be happy with next? Uh, uh, Non-magic, non... Non-magic, I would prefer Napoleonic. I, my dream situation is colonization of the United States, like the like Manifest Destiny, Manifest Destiny, Manifest Destiny era uh, United States. Uh, and like in around the world, so like, like Western Europe versus Native Americans, is that what you mean? Like yeah, Western Europe, uh, Eastern United States level stuff, uh, Mexico, Canada, like a uh, fur trade. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. cool. So I'd still love cool. to see a civil war. I, I think there is a civil war game out there, but I don't know if it's total war. Like the, oh, the, there's the tons of, of civil like, war games. Yeah. The, what Total War could do with the asset and like the workforce, the assets and the workforce they have, they could do so much with that. But they're like, mm, let's do another Bronze Age game that just flops. Um, so I don't know. Uh, you have Amanda. What's your opinion on a game like this? I know you don't play strategy games like this, but obviously the the disconnect might be here. Um, I I don't know. I'm. I actually really like a lot of the Bronze Age stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bronze Age it, in like, the house. <laughs> yeah, because um, it's just, it's fun, I guess, with like the ancient, like, I don't know, like just how much time is removed. It feels borderline fantasy while still being historic in a lot of ways, which I think is cool. So oh, I don't yeah. know. I'm Yeah, like it's, I think it would be cool. I definitely would not want to see uh, a Civil War or project uh manifest destiny like era i don't want to see either of those but uh i don't know like a crazy futuristic one could be fun. See, that that'd be good yeah they need to do something uh like I mean, robocop I like, you yeah. know <laughs> yeah or an alternate history you know that mm-hmm. would be cool that'd be fun um story-wise the thing the thing right now that people are are like suspecting is is 40k of course because they there was a bunch of uh a bunch of advertisements and a bunch of hiring openings for people to design vehicles for uh for Total War Warhammer. I mean for Total War. 
for specifically for a game that was supposed to release in 2026 and 20, late 2025 and like for specific kinds of vehicles that like the game doesn't already have um so you just had to shoehorn fucking 40k in there man yeah how did you say man jesus christ dude like way to take the opportunity it's uh no it's yeah so german yeah so german job opportunities showed up for that and it was interesting but five uh, fifty thousand owners versus five million owners for total war uh warhammer 3 versus total war pharaoh so i don't know it's it's a big difference yep all right let's get to highlights these are games that we have been playing um Bobby, Poppy Playtime. Poppy Playtime. Yeah. But you have to say it like Emilio just said. The Poppy. Say it, Bobby. I want to hear your pop. I want to hear it. Can you go Poppy Playtime? Poppy Playtime. Pop, pop. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Pop, pop. Yo, is this this the movies on the DL podcast? Are we back there? (laughs) So I don't know if you guys remember this game. I slightly remember it when it came out. Almost exactly two years ago, um, the first chapter came out. It looked like a Five, Night at, Five Nights at Freddy's ripoff uh, with a bunch of scary toys that come to life and attack you while you're trying to make your way through this um, toy factory. Uh, it's a little different than that, though. I, I only played the first two Five Nights at Freddy's, so I'm sure the games have evolved since then. I, there's like 10 of them now. Um, but in Poppy Playtime, what you do, you're, you break into this toy factory that may, that used to make these creepy toys and, uh, it's actually more of a puzzle game and of course a horror game as well. And the puzzles are decent. They're okay. Now I just played the first chapter, which they give you for free. Now it's like 30 minutes long, maybe 45, depending on how long it takes to figure out the puzzles. And it's a good prelude for the. I, it's like maybe two or three hours of chapter two that comes after this. I don't know if they're going to make a chapter three. They, they, um, so they are. So there's Poppy Playtime chapter two, which you're talking about for 10 bucks. And then there's Pop uh, Project Playtime, which is called Phase Two Incineration, which is. But that was a game. multiplayer game, it looks like. It's, yeah. Early it was like play. a 1v6 multiplayer game. That, is that um, what that is? Yeah, I don't think it really caught on to because there aren't very many people playing it. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's pretty good for what it is. What's more interesting is how I came about this uh, game. So, like, one of my found uh, it is more is more interesting than the game itself. (laughs) Yeah, uh, probably. Um, Savage. But one of, I mean, it's all right. It's you know, like a quick little game. Uh, It's decent as far as the puzzles go, and it doesn't. it doesn't hammer you at the jump scares like Five Nights at Freddy's, but um, you know it's got a, a pretty good. It, it leads up to a pretty interesting climax at the end, and then sets oh. up the next chapter. Um, but w- one of my many tasks at work is I, I handled some stuff with our content filters. So, you know, we send um, Chromebooks home with every kid in our district, and so we've got to filter their internet access on those, obviously, and. Um, we get a lot of requests on both sides, like people saying, why isn't this blocked? And other people saying, why is this blocked? Hmm. So it's um, it's one of those things where you feel like nobody's ever happy about it. Uh, but one of the recent requests I got, and this came from a school, which, it, but originated from a parent, um, 
And, you know, like I, I've got my own sensibilities and I, I don't have kids, so I can't really make, <laughs> uh, you know, I'd probably let my kid watch like Chucky movies if I had one. So, I mean, I'm probably <laughs> not the greatest person to be <laughs> making these decisions, but you know, like I, I, I do my best here, but this parent, in my opinion, was like uh, being maybe a little overprotective, but uh, was very concerned about her uh, child that was singing this song. And it was like a YouTube video um, that had made like a fan song about this game. And there's a lot of like fan content about this game. Apparently mm -hmm. it's pretty big. Um, and I, I listened to the song and looked it up. It, it didn't seem that terrible to me, but um and the parent was like, you know, with Halloween coming up, I'm just concerned kids are going to be seeing all this content of mutilation and decapitation and this huggy wugsy character, which is like the creepy doll in this game. And I was like, that sounds so familiar. What is this game? Like, what, what is this game? So I started looking into it. Um, and, uh, and yeah, that's how I ended up playing this, this game. Is this um, the best as, one in the series? In what series? Oh, I thought there was a series of games. Didn't we just talk about that? Violet? Um, no, there's a chapter one, which is what I played. Chapter two, which is like a longer version of it. You go deeper into the Toy Factory. And then this Project Playtime, which looks like a 1v6 multiplayer game. Oh, I see. And then uh, I just I just looked it up right now. Uh, so I am right. A third one is coming out. It's called Project... I mean, it's called uh, Poppy Playtime Chapter 3 Deep Sleep. It's coming out in December. Well, they're giving this one away. That's really good. Um Publicity. And I don't think they did that at first. I think when the game first came out, they charged probably not too much for it. But then when the second chapter came out, I believe they made it free. This like guy's name is Huggy Wuggy. Huggy Wuggy? Huggy Wuggy is the blue creature with the uh, layers of teeth there. Yeah. I love and this parent this parent came to you and was like, I have concerns about Huggy Wuggy. Huggy Wuggy. <laughs> dude, it's specifically pretty fucking scary. Specific. Dude. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's gets pretty gnarly. <laughs> mm. Um, uh, dude, it reminds me so much. You, oh, fuck. There's no way anybody's going to remember this. There's a deck building card game where the cards rotate on a big giant wheel. And mm. their their iconic guy is a yellow version of that same thing almost. But I, mm. I don't know what if you guys can nail that. I was I was text. I was trying to find it, but I couldn't couldn't find it. Is and it a it's, physical game or online? No, no. It's a, a video game. And oh, video. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a deck building game, and you could go either left or right at, with your card. And then that, I don't know. But yeah, it looks like the same character. Like somebody fucking just stole it and, and made it yellow. Okay. So, if you know that game, come to our Discord and tell us. Sorry, go. Yes, yeah. please please do. Hey, uh, Bobby, um, um, did you finish uh, Five Nights at Freddy's 1 and 2? Uh, the first one, I don't know if I ever beat the first one. I, I remember tried, you saying like, <laughs> I, I love this story that like the jump scares always like automatically make you hit escape because oh, you yeah. want to pause the game. But in that game, it closes the game out to desktop. Yeah. And so like you have to do that over and over and over. Yeah. I accidentally exited out of that game. Yeah. But the first one, God, it's been 10, almost 10 years since that first one came out. I mean, that thing was just like, a, a really small indie game solo developer, like just kind of made it up. Um, and it ended up being this huge thing. And there's that movie coming out yeah. really uh, soon too. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just had such a long life. I, I mean, there's kind of two movies, but this one is the actual official. Yeah. Nicholas Cage, right? 
no, that one wasn't really Five Nights at Freddy's. That oh. was like Willy's Wonderland. It, uh, but it, everyone knew, like, obviously. Yeah, yeah. It comes out October 26th. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, and, and the guy, like, I love to hear this kind of stuff. Like, he, he blew up, made a bunch of money. And then he did a lot of philanthropy with the money, which is awesome. And he's like, I don't need all this money. Let me uh, get some yeah, of it does. Out. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that first game is a lot rougher than people remember. But I, I looked it up the other day. I think there's five of them. But then they, after the fifth one, they started making different versions of it. And the most recent one, uh, what was it called? It, it had this weird name. And it looked like the graphics had improved a lot. And uh, it looked like kind of a different game. Five Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted and Security Breach, I think, is the new one. Yeah, it came out two years ago. Um, something you would like in Poppy's Playtime but don't have is machine guns, and there's plenty of those in Counter-Strike 2. Um, oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so I played it, and you know, I was like, oh, it's free. I'll play it for 10 minutes um, to so I could talk about it on the podcast, uh, just to, whatever. I ended up playing for three hours straight. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I uh, I've played probably an hour a day since then. So yeah, at least an hour a day. Dude, are you um, going pro? Shit! No, dude, I am not good. <laughs> I'm not good at all. Uh, I got my first third place, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, nice." <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm only playing fucking deathmatch, which is I do want to talk about it. Don't be intimidated about uh, Counter Strike. You can play deathmatch, which is literally just spawning and killing each other. And there couldn't be anything less um, less of a commitment or... Um, you don't have uh, to do any buying? Investing, no. You just randomly... You, you, it, you spawn with a random weapon and a random secondary. And that's it. And you just go. You don't even pick up weapons from guys you killed. You just stick with... Oh, my God. Something <laughs> hideous just crawled... Oh, all right. Right. Kill it and show us. Bug. It's Huggy Wuggy, dude. It. Huggy it. Wuggy. It's a moth. Huggy it's a moth. Wuggy. Oh, a moth. It's coming for you. <laughs> Don't touch me, Huggy Wuggy. <laughs> Don't touch me. Um, so, yeah, dude, I was just having a blast on one map. That three hours was one map. Um, you know, the other maps, uh, I, I don't know them as well. So I just played Dust 2, which is like one of the most perfect maps ever made. Um, so, yeah, I uh, played that. And then I've been playing since then. I got a few chests. These are like your random drops that you get when you level up. And then you can pay $2.50 to open one, which I did. And um, I got like a $13 skin. And I stole, sold it and made the money right back and then spent it all on chests and started gambling. And now I... Uh, I'm gonna lose my car, guys. Like I give, I gotta sell my car to fucking pay my Counter Strike. No, I'm kidding. But um, yeah, it's straight up gambling. Straight up. Um, I spent forty dollars trying to see if I can just make a money, make some money, so I'd have a good story. Nope. The story is, I lost about thirty six dollars. So that's a good. That's a great story. Still, you know, watch out for gambling, <laughs> kids. Watch out, <laughs> kids. Yeah, it's not. It's crazy. not. It's not good to gamble in Counter Strike. <laughs> um, I would say though, like. If, uh, you know, once a week you get a chest, if you level up within that week and, um, which is easy to do, like, uh, you can level up pretty quickly. Um, it's probably worth a two fifty just to open it up and see what you get. Cause you know, there's $800 knives out there and whatnot. Uh, sell your steam cards, $40,000 guns. <laughs> yeah, oh, Jesus. I about that. 
Yeah, there's, yeah. there's crazy stuff out there. Sell your um, Steam cards. You never know. You can make a whole, what, 10 bucks, 11 bucks if you sell, if you spend eight hours selling all your Steam cards or however long it takes. Steam cards? What are you talking about? Jesus. Yeah. You know, when you uh, finish some, it, when you play a game on Steam, you get like three random cards from the collector's deck, and then people mm. buy those cards to finish up their Steam profile badges. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I made the money. I lost it. Um, uh, what else did I want to say about it? Oh, the music packs. So you can, I don't know if I have the Hades music pack because I own Hades. Yeah, you think do. So is it? Because mm-hmm. I, I own so many other games and I, that's the only mu- music pack I have other than Counter-Strike 2. I have, but, one, uh, I have one for owning uh, the Master Chief collection. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're not hearing the whole songs, but like definitely like you're hearing that Haiti stuff in the background is so sick, dude. I love this. So what ends up happening is when you play like actual like rank games or like round based games, when you get MVP, it plays like the crescendo of like the uh, oh for everybody uh, probably yeah. So like when you win as like when you win and you have the Halo theme, you can change it, I believe too. Um, there's like a Denzel Curry one who's like a rapper from Detroit, and like it plays like his crescendo from his song. Um, and there's like the one from like uh, Halo, it's like da, 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 like when you win. So it's like um, you definitely know. You, you, like it, it's definitely like a show off thing because there's also some other ones that are like talking shit songs as well. So uh, and there's like some troll songs. So yeah, people you know, buy dude. People they now sell gloves. They sell characters. They sell so many. I've been playing this game every fucking night for at least two hours. Why is it so. mixed? Are do the people who vote on Pharaoh also oh, so vote on Counter Strike too? So I wasn't going to talk about this because I talked about it last week. But do you want me to explain why it's mixed? Yeah, I got to pee so bad though. But yeah, was um, that here last week? How did I mix? How did I mix this? I mean, not, sorry, not last, not last week. The week before that. Um, so the reason why it's mixed is that there was two two big issues. Uh, one with hitboxes, and it's still going on, and uh, one with tick rate. Um, so there's a big issue with headshot hitboxes in particular. Uh, there's a lot of videos. If you just go to the Counter Strike subreddit right now, you can just see how egregious these uh, hitboxes are. Um, essentially. No matter what aspect ratio you're on, what uh, uh, what resolution you're playing on, you could literally be pointing at someone's head, you know. And if you're more than like ten yards away, for some odd reason, sometimes maybe like a quarter of the time, even if you are directly aiming at their head with like an AK-47 and you shoot once, which is like an automatic kill at that distance, it'll miss. It'll just it'll go right through their head, um, and it's happening all the time in every game. And there's people that are key, like obviously there's millions of people playing this game still. Um, there's been the issue with tick rate and like uh, kind of like a weird lag with the server is you have these what they're calling Michael Jackson peaks, um, which are funny where people peek a corner or like peek around a around a ledge, and your character will go around the ledge, but his their their feet will stay still. And so it looks like their character leans forward and leans backwards. And it's uh, it's very interesting. Uh, it looks like the Michael Jackson lean in the Smooth Criminal video. And that's not how that's supposed to work, like, at all. Um, and so that's why it's mixed. Um, it's it, it Unfortunately, they've taken, like, two steps forward, like, as far as, like, graphics, sound effects, you know, balance and things like that. 
but they've taken like one step backward as far as like hit boxes and things and other things like that. Um, people like the way competitive works, like how you can pick and ban and you can ban maps and you can, the very, the other interesting thing about paying competitive is you can see how good the other team is at certain maps. So when mm. you play, hmm. when you play now competitively, it gives you a heat map of what maps your team is best at and what map the other team is best at. So when you ban, even if you're playing with randoms, when you ban, you're trying to ban the other team's best maps, um, which sometimes you play some fucking random ass maps because of it. Um, but yeah, it's great. Um, the other thing is they let you see who's in parties, uh, which is another new feature. Um, so you can definitely blame people for shit. <laughs> very when, are, when are us five, you know, Voltroning up here? I mean, I'll play. And, but. Uh, I mean, Ultroning so, up? This, this is the last thing why people are getting mad. <laughs> and and it's, in my opinion, it is very justified, but I understand why people are getting mad. To be able to play competitive, which is called Premiere now, to be able to play like the 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 mode that everyone wants to play, you have to get your profile to level 10, which takes like two and a half to three weeks alone of playtime, right? With deathmatch, uh, not competitive, competitive, all these things. And once you do that to get your rank, you have to get 10 wins, not games, wins why are people are people angry they have to get good finally they've had it so good for so long and now they have to pull up that's their what bootstraps. that sounds like to me yeah, so not only that but what it is is it's a, there's a lot of scammers and botters and hackers that when you what they do is they level up accounts and they sell ranks and they sell boosts and because they can't get those boosts and they can't get those ranks as fast as they used to, they can't sell those accounts and they can't oh, sell those boosts. Valve has struck that, back on the on the bot war and the scam war. It's it's not a complete win, but apparently it's winning. Like apparently it's working. Like they're not losing an insane amount of players. Like I like we have a guy. This is his first time ever playing Counter Strike, and he's like, "You guys have explained why this exists, and I'm all for it. Like I understand." And he just hit level ten like yesterday, and he's gonna get his ten wins probably this week. What's our Counter Strike like, group called, Nick? Oh, man, the Dirty DLG Five. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. Can we have team names? And count- I know nothing about Counter Strike. I've played it like maybe. 50 times in my whole life. So you can't have team names. Like you can't name your team, but like people do funny, like team, like uh profiles, like they'll have like the Microsoft office suite. Like one team will be like Microsoft word and then Microsoft PowerPoint. And then Microsoft. <laughs> Microsoft That's hilarious. That's like, hilarious. Yeah. I like that. Um, I love that. And then you'll have people be different body parts of characters. Like you'll have like Spider-Man's legs, Spider-Man's feet, Spider-Man's head, Spider-Man's torso. I want to play with you guys. When you guys play, you, Emilio, send me a message. I'm going to download this. Days, you play shooters? Tarkov? Bobby? I want to play this, yes. Counter-Strike? Come on! (laughs) Uh, If you want to carry me. Me? Fuck like no. if, if we're playing deathmatch, who cares? We'll carry you, but you know, we'll you just give you, you to Emilio. Yeah, if you play deathmatch, no one cares. That, that's you just spawn and you die, and you spawn in one or two seconds, and then that's it. You Fuck, just let's go stop recording from... the podcast. Let's let's fucking play right now. Let's go. I'm done afterwards. Let's go. Yeah. Shut it down. Okay. 
But yeah, Counter Strike was great. Um, you know what else is fucking great? The MetaQuest Three, and I didn't think I was gonna say this. Uh, so I picked up the MetaQuest Three um, off of a deal at Best Buy. Um, I d- I was not gonna pick this up, but they gave me a three month return window. Uh, no questions asked, even if it's broken. Is that so, MetaQuest thing, or is that Be- Best Buy's thing? Or? Best Buy's things. Okay. Also, yeah, and and uh, Meta is doing a return window as well. I don't know what their return window is, but before, like when you bought the Meta Quest Two, they were like, you buy it, you essentially have to pay for the shipping back, which was going to be like sixty dollars. Now there's no there's no cost returning for shipping. Um, so the bare bones experience is just the remotes and the headset and the charging cord. That's it. There's no like extra strap. There's no like charging dock. There's no. Um, any like bells and whistles there's no like premier arm straps like all you get is like paracord arm straps and like a cinch that's it like there's no um for those who have used like the the premium quality um arm straps for the for the index or for the MetaQuest 2 that you can buy it does not feel like that like it literally Are feels like about controllers orders. yeah mm-hmm. okay i know they were called arm straps um or wrist straps whatever you want to call them but I will say for $500, the quality of the headset, the quality of the visuals, the quality of like the interface and everything is worth $500. Um, I've used AirLink before with the MetaQuest 2. Um, I've used it with a cord and I've used like AirLink, obviously, like uh, without the cord. It was god awful with the Meta, with the MetaQuest 2. Um, I'd never used it with the MetaQuest Pro. I never because I wasn't going to pay a thousand dollars for a headset or whatever what it was. What is that? That's like Bluetooth, basically. You're, uh, you're streaming the video through Bluetooth. So I don't know if it's Bluetooth. I don't know what witchcraft it is, but it's pretty fucking good. It's instant. Like there is no delay. Like there is no tick. Like there's nothing. There's no. It's it's instant. There's no talk. No tick. No, no. talk. Mm. No tick. No talk. Um, I was playing Gorn from my Steve library on on the interface, and there was no problem. The nice. only thing that ends up happening is when you launch a game, there's like three seconds of like a sinking kind of second, and that's it. Like that's it. That's completely it. So you have you, no cord coming off the back. No cord coming off the back. Sick, and the dude. battery pack is where the battery. What do you mean? It's in the headset. It's in the front wow. of the headset. How long does it last? Three hours. That is not bad. That's longer so, than most people's gaming sessions. So here, here's the here's the negative. Here's a, a little bit of a negative, I guess you can say. The interface for Air Air Link is what it's called is a little wonky. I accident because of the interface, I accidentally bought Beat Saber twice. Ooh. So Meta has an interface for its own games oh. and its own store. So when you launch that store where you can buy beat saber and all these other games you just buy it there right but when you launch Airlink, there's all of a sudden another store but it's the same store so, so you can weird. buy it so you can buy another game you can buy the hmm. same game but again apparently this is a common issue i didn't know this sus. that's sus that is sus yeah um, mark Wahlberg, so- not mark Wahlberg, zuckerberg <laughs> <laughs> mark Wahlberg. Um, but Say yeah, no, so, <laughs> 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 I 
anyways, uh, you can return games. They, I don't know the return rules, but they returned it the next day, which was I was very happy about. It was just thirty bucks, so no, no problem with that. And that's a uh, must buy. I, I do want to ask you about this. So, you said you got Steam VR working. Um, what's preventing you from buying everything on Steam? So this is this is my thing, right? So like we're already me and Leslie were like, oh, we're gonna take this over to your sister's house, and we're gonna go show your like your. Oh right. You and want so things on like, board. We want things on board. And so, like, obviously, Half-Life Alex can't be on board. Gorn is not a MetaQuest title. Phasmophobia is not a MetaQuest title. Like, there are a lot of games that are not MetaQuest titles. There's a bunch of games that are that we'll probably buy eventually. But Beat Saber, because it's so universal, we'll we'll just buy it on MetaQuest. I'm not going to yeah. go through the, the, the fucking hoot and hanny of... Of buying fucking, the, I fucking love that, dude. Did you just? Dude, where yeah. was that, dude? The, yes. If that's not a saying, it should be. I'm gonna I'm look not it gonna up. Go through all of the who and the hanny of all of, this of downloading yeah. mods and like unlocking and jailbreaking Beat Saber to buy whatever of whatever songs I want. I'm not gonna be buying playing Beat Saber for like hours at a time. Like the the weekend songs, the the Lady Gaga songs, the fucking Queen songs that are on there is fi- is good enough. It's Beat Saber is like that little taste of acid that gets you coming back to the rave. Like that's all yeah. it is. Like that, that's what gets you back into VR game. A uh, hoot nanny, hot with all these nice things. It's pretty fun. Dude, keep it going. A hoot nanny, uh, a social gathering or informal concert featuring folk singing and dancing. But I'm not. I'm never going to use it that way. I'm always going to say no. it like you said it. Yeah. 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 Um, so I ended up, like I said, I ended up playing Beat Saber, Vorn, hoot nanny. I almost right gave a right hook to my daughter playing Gorn, by the way, which was close. Uh, oh, like Jesus. Leslie, she's three, by the way, uh, and she cannot, you know, perceive that, hey, dad can't see me right now while he's wearing a fucking headset. And like Leslie was like, get away from dad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> going, you, going in for the hug. You're like you, bashing I'm like someone. In up, like, yeah, I'm like literally bashing somebody with his own arm. Yeah, you punch Leslie while you're at my house, dude. Yeah. Uh, you need to stop, family. dude. You need to just calm down, Nick, please. Come on. And then I played how, Phasmophobia. How is the, it, though? What do you mean? I was going to say, like, how is it when you walk out of the boundary? So it, it definitely lets you know. So it, it, it lets you know once you get within six inches of the boundary. Uh, it lets you know once your arm gets within, I think it's a foot of the boundary. So you can you can get your face pretty close to the boundary. Once you cross over the boundary, it goes into that mode where you can see everything. And Leslie oh, was like, "Nice." Leslie was like, "How can nice. you see everything right now?" I'm like, "These are all cameras in the front. I can just walk around the house and just like, just like la 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 la. I'm gonna get a soda, like drink it, all Dude, this other shit." To do that in the index, like you have to go into sub menus and fucking. It's like it's involved to to be able to. Um, the ability to do it and then you have to push a button in order for it to do it but yeah it should turn on when you hit that you get close your head gets close to the end of the fountain. that's perfect i'm gonna i'm gonna blow your mind even more you can Ooh, set up it. multiple play areas in your house mm. oh because so, it's wireless and so like in my in my that's office right cool. here that's different in, in my office i can set up a play area here i can set that's up a the porn room. room downstairs <laughs> I can set up a play room. area in my loft. I can set a play area in my own, like in my own room, and so it and it detects those areas. And it's like you're playing here. It, we already know the boundaries here. Like Sick. the dog is in here, so we know not to hit the dog. Like it, like it's it's pretty nice. Um, I think the besides the the resolution upgrade, the majority of the upgrades for this one is interface and te- like in like processing tech for 
the like the smoothness and interaction between the the uh the um like the interface itself um the last thing i played was phasmophobia with my friends i played two and a half hours of phasmophobia the first hour i was starting to get a little motion sickness Mm. to get rid of it i had to start doing high knees like to like raising my knees to my chest yeah and like feel like i was actually walking around that worked oddly enough i don't know why um and then i also ate some ice cream some other tricks i know were you scared (laughs) was i scared a little bit the thing that i did not like about it right um and when we play um phasmophobia are we live streaming that by the way yes plan next week next friday yeah uh, when we live stream Phasmophobia next Friday, uh, TM, um, I will not be playing on VR. Uh, the reason being is that I feel absolutely fucking useless. <laughs> you, you are so slow because Sprint is tied to your trigger. I mean, not your trigger, to your thumbstick, so you get to click it down. And you, you're like, you're so scared and you're interacting with everything with your hands. So clicking down on something to run is like not instinctual so you're just like Aah! like you're like yeah like something's chasing you like click 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 like you're not you're not trying to do that you're trying to fucking run you're trying to turn off your flashlight you're trying to put away your radio you're like you're because to be able to talk on the radio you have to pick up your radio put it next to your ear pull the trigger like it's Damn. way more involved like the game gets way more serious but then again you can carry an extra item in so it the game gets very much oh. uh so, yeah, so you, you think the devs knew it was harder, so they gave you one plus thing to yep, it? That's exactly. cool. That is awesome yeah. that they did that. Yeah, I, I feel they, like you would have to play an all VR team. So then put so, it on very easy. So he, here's my thing. Uh, this is like this is what I told us before I started the podcast. I'm like, when I play with the guys, I'll play in VR because we like talking shit and we make fun of each other while we're in VR. Like, look at your fucking scoliosis back, you weirdo. Like that, like because you, your character's always distorted because everyone's different sized. You know, and like it's never balanced. Um, and uh, but when I'm playing with like new people, because I don't know for some odd reason, every year I'm instructing three or four new fucking people in the world to, to sherping them into yeah. It's like somebody's it's cousin so that just got a gaming it, computer and they're like, Hey, can you teach fucking Jeremy how to play phasmophobia? You just turned 12. I'm like, Yeah, sure, uh, yes, I ha- take my class, <laughs> come on, yeah, in. and so. <laughs> I'll play on computer. So when we play on 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 thir- um, next week, I'll play on computer. Um, last thing I'll say about it next week, Friday. Friday. I'm sorry. The last thing I'll say about it um, because I've been rambling for so long. And no, this is good the info, most, man. I think the a most in depth review I've this. done for something. Yeah. Um, the only thing that will get me to return this most likely is if Valve announces a wireless headset in the next three months. That's it. Mm. Um, Which they might because Steam VR 2 beta just came out. Just came out. And I think I saw it's exactly like the when the index came out. Um, Somebody, I think somebody sent pictures from a factory in China of like it had a Steam. So I think it happened again. But I don't know, man. Like I I think you could. They might not be going wireless, dude. They seem to be pretty hardcore, but we'll see. I, dude. If mm, here's the thing, man, I'm telling you right now, I can play games at the highest fidelity on my computer through the quest. Like, there's no like, so even in another room, the wireless is fucking rocking and rolling. Yeah, like 
15 feet away, dude. Like through a doorway, through walls. It's pretty sweet. Wow. That's sick. Sweet. And also, I mean, I got good, I got fiber internet, so I don't know if that, that, that helps, but. And you were eating ice cream. I think that does. does. Yeah. Moose track peanut butter ice cream. That's pretty good. Oh my, that sounds delicious. Moose track peanut butter ice cream. Yum. But. Uh, MetaQuest 3, uh, if you have $500 to spare and or somebody loves you during Christmas time, ask for it. So um, no buyers in March right now, yeah? Not right now, no. Good, man. I'm, mm-hmm. It's good to hear. It's definitely going to be a thing like, oh, we're going over somebody's house? Let's take it. You know. Listen, talk, talk all the shit you want about Meta. At least they're pushing a technology we are all interested in. I will never, yeah. I will never go into the metaverse though. I'll tell you right now. I looked dude. at it for like a half a second. I was like, yeah, this is fucking stupid. Like, dude, yeah, it just looks see, so boring. Wait, did you see the new fucking um, like interaction? Um, so, oh, what's his name? Um, Zuckerberg was on Lex Friedman podcast, and they were talking to each other. Three D models of each other were talking to each other in a three D negative yeah. space. Mm-hmm. That shit was fucking insane, dude. It was yeah. so crazy. <laughs> Not the cartoony one, dude. The the one that looks absolutely real. Yeah, but you, you, know have, to scan, you have to recent. scan yourself, like in all this other yeah. shit. Yeah. So you have, you have a yourself. do you have a DG do you have a a three D scanning camera for your body so you can video chat with your I'm sure you'll be able your, to do it with, with your, your sister Diana who's gonna take forty hours to figure out how to scan herself, buddy. Oh my like, god. Who the, fu- yeah. who the fuck are you gonna talk to in 3D scan? It does look pretty good. I just looked up the picture. It looks pretty <laughs> fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. So the computer already has your head scanned in there. And then so all it has to do is the movement. And I guess the movement is a lot less than full video. You know so how many how it, many people that don't that much bandwidth how many people that are not fat? I mean, how many people that think they're not fat are going to have a rude wake up call when they have their body skin? They're like, fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. Gonna, like, God damn. That's savage. That's a good point. That'll be me. I'll like, be oh, like, oh, fuck my ass is that small. My shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man. But yeah, I have man, like uh, beer goggles for myself. Does anyone else have that? I'm like, God, I'm so, so attractive. Anyone else? And have I, I came to terms of how ugly I am when I was like 25, dude. I was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not. After after I met Leslie, I'm like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not doing anything better. I'm ugly. Yeah. I get a rude awakening every now and then. I don't think so. But, Wait, you're not ugly, Nick. I'm ugly. I love you. I think you're beautiful. Project Planet, Earth First Humanity. Who won? Yeah. Um. Well, I feel like. Earth has won most of the time. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, we played uh, Project Planet Earth versus Humanity. This is the kind of Jackbox similar game that I talked about on the radar last week. Um, and this past Friday, we got to play it in a game night. And I mean, I thought it was a lot of fun. It was kind of on the confusing side in the very beginning, just because each when you're part of humanity, uh, each thing has a power Uh, multiplier towards the population and when you're humanity you're trying to keep your uh, population high or at least go through some catastrophic event that happens in four different waves so it's kind of this like turn-based thing where there's five people versus one person and the one person can send out like catastrophic events that causes all the people in humanity to put 
resources to the side to address even though they're not sure what it's going to be and so it's i thought that this was super super fun uh i had a blast of this i'm like looking forward to play it again we did two rounds with it i know christian you were there for them bobby as well bobby was media and (laughs) christian uh was the world leader at one point yeah we had scram that was uh earth and he picked uh what was it like a tsunami and that was pretty fun uh, and a blast. And then when we played again, I ended up being Earth and I picked a pandemic, which hit a little close to home, I guess, because they really did follow it just like they did with coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. But it was, yeah. uh, it was pretty it was, fun. Uh, There's uh, some interesting <laughs> opinions like, going out the there. Jam. <laughs> well, whatever. Uh, Bobby, uh, I have a bone to pick with you, a media man. How dare you? Oh, How dare you use your position as a sounding board for the public to undermine the world leaders who were just trying to help our population Uh, during a terrible hurricane? What do you have to say? You were coming after me, too. You were coming after me pretty hard. Uh, His name is Robert. You mean Rupert? (laughs) (laughs) What's interesting about this game, so this is like a 1v5 or 1v6 game, and the five people that are teamed up they're also competing with each other because if that side wins, then whoever, I don't know, so whoever has the most like influence actually wins the game. So you're trying to, um, you're trying to win this one V one with earth, but then at the same time, you're trying to win it more than all of your uh, partners as well. So, and and the more that you try to get ahead of your partners, the more it hurts your side. So you have to do this weird balance of help yourself, but also help your team. It's, it's a pretty well-designed game. I thought it was a little confusing at first, but I think it, I I think once we got through one initial round, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. I wish there was was trying to watch. Yeah. How many people can play this? Because we were maxed out. We, uh, we had, there's, yeah, it's six total because it's one for Earth and then five people for humanity. And then you play okay. off of your phone and you just kind of watch on the screen uh, the events that play out. And they sometimes pop in like events that look like actual news, media, real life uh, clips and things like that. And so, yeah, cool. who, won, who won the most? Well, Scram was playing Earth, Earth the first round, and he, he won that. And I was trying to um, – it, it got too late for me, so I stepped out of the second round. But I was trying to watch, but I, I didn't uh, make it till the end of that game. Did somebody on the um, other side win that? So full disclosure, I got kind of drunk that night, um, but I'm pretty sure that uh, Earth won again. Yeah, uh, okay. which was me at the time. <laughs> so, Take a bow. Which Take is the pandemic. It, it seems like Earth <laughs> yeah. has the advantage there. I don't know. It, it seemed kind of difficult from. Uh, I think so too. On the other side, no, dude. It's probably just like Evolve, where the monster always had a huge advantage because people don't know what to do yet. It'll, you know, it's mm-hmm. one of those things where you know it takes a while, especially something this complex where you're like, you know, it's just how do you, how do you explain this? Uh, kill the big guy without killing each other, yet still trying to trip each other. Yeah, That's interesting. Be, I like exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's train at someone's I'm looking house. Looking forward to this being a game that we play. I hear a train. Oh, that's mine. I'm sorry. That's oh. Me. oh. Okay. Just by your house, um, there's a train. All good. What that train is not full of is balls. Bang on balls, Chronicles. 
So I was uh, looking for things to put on the radar, actually. And um, I was like, wow, fucking overwhelmingly positive. 2,700 reviews. Um, Let me see the price. It's like 25 bucks. All right. Uh, and I was I was chatting with Nick anyway, so I was like, "Hey, you want to pick this up and then return it?" And then he's like, "Yeah." So, um, how, how do you even explain this game, Nick? So you, oh, is, tell, what dude, is the meme called? So it's called it's the Poland Ball meme, uh, which is like countries are depicted as little balls or like uh, marbles or like sometimes even bean bags if you're like China or the United States. Here's like the perfect example, right? Because I'll even make fun of the own, the um, the country we all live in, except for a sniper. He lives in Canada, and Canada is always depicted as like the funny guy, and sometimes with a goose hat, um, or moose horns, or a mounty hat. Um, but America is usually depicted as a super fat guy on a like a rascal, which is like for those who don't know, it's like a disability scooter with like three wheels, um, and he has a bunch of guns on his back. Like that. That's usually how America is depicted. Um, and usually the comics make fun of like political uh, affiliations or like misunderstandings in like the world, the world view or like, or, or like in world, world politics and things like that. It's a um, geopolitical, like, yeah, strip. like commentary, like, but yeah. it's, it's, it's yeah. cartoon strip. Yeah. 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 My favorite um, is the historical ones. It'll be like SPQR versus Gauls. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, we we actually play. Funny you say that. As we actually played the Viking Age, and we the mini boss we faced was supposed to be like a Caesar. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got a little SQR flag as a, like a weapon. SPQR, uh, Senate and People's SPQR, Republic of oh, Rome. Yeah. Sorry, and uh, <laughs> can't forget yeah, the peace. <laughs> I mean, I need you to calm down, dude. <laughs> How often do you think about the Roman Empire? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's the stupidest fucking question in the world. <laughs> uh, anyways, as far as like, what is this game? Uh, like, what even is this game? It is a co-op, like roundabout, like interaction platformer. <laughs> Let me take over, dude. Like, it is insane. I don't know what to yeah, call yeah. it, dude. It's so all over it's, the place. It's an exploration and collection action game, like a Lego game. So yeah. you're playing in third person. You can jump, double jump, dash, and siphon. I and think that's smack. it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then there's there's like there are effects that can be put onto you. For example, like we were put into bubbles, and then like you can do things with those bubbles. I figured it out, dude. Um, so you charge it up, and your your slam attack is like. 10 times bigger every like minute or so. Yeah. And so, and so like you get items, most of them are cosmetic, some of them have effects. And uh there's so many levels. Me and Amelia played I think almost 2 hours or an hour and a half. An hour and, and a half and it was just one level and we didn't even explore the whole thing and there we, was we, things that we, we completed couldn't get to. One objective out of 3 didn't complete the two sub sub objectives and just only defeated one mini boss. It's so big, That's hey. It. Yeah. It's huge. And there's like and it 10 was levels. It was fun. And it was fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like it's one of these things where like you're both doing your own thing and then whenever it, something requires two people like a boss or 
and you're like, hey, can you come help me over here? And but meanwhile, you're just like breaking shit and rolling into shit, killing things, and yeah, it's fucking cool. Uh, I had a good time with it. Um, twenty five bucks though seemed a little heavy for me. What do you think, Nick? Like. I think if you have something, so first of all, this game is intended, I believe, to be played on couch co-op because you literally press escape and click start co-op. That's it. Like that, that's all you have to do to start playing couch co-op. It saves your character that you're playing on couch co-op as well. So you can just start playing. Um, and that's another thing is about customization. You can have state flags. You can have historical flags represent your little ball that you're playing. You can have country flags. The flags are all over the place. Um, and so, I think for 25 bones, if you have somebody to play with at home, perfectly fine. If you get nobody to play with, the game is really intended to be played with co-op. The reason being is that it makes A, everything faster, and B, there are doors that require two people to open. And if you don't have a second person, you have to get money to have an NPC open it for you. Mm -hmm. Um, So once again, it just makes the game faster. Also, you can beat up shit faster as well. The Easter egg, so we, we, you know, we are, we're only an hour into this game, but the Easter egg that we found so far was fucking sweet. There, underneath this whole um, Roman aqueduct area, yeah, Nick was like, "Hey, there's something down here." That there's a lot of that. There's like you're playing through this. Oh, dude, and you're calling, you're calling out like, "Oh, there's something over. There's a secret over here. Secret over here. Secret." But the one he's talking about is, uh, or I was about to talk about was. The Roman aqueducts underneath. Guess what? Fucking, there's a rat guy, and he has uh, all four turtle um, masks down there. And so, uh, a lot of a lot of the uh, motivation in this game is getting new gear for you to uh, like cosmetic gear. So we all we got all four Ninja Turtle um, uh, masks. We have all four colors and. It was cool, and we could have completely missed it. Yeah, you can you can just down. completely walk by the door. Um, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of rabbit holing. Like you can definitely just like walk by something and just be like, oh, the, like the thing that we did. That whole thing that he's just talking about was a mini boss, eleven um, like cosmetics, an, a weapon, like all these things, and that was completely just able to be walked past. Yeah, and. It, it, like we just w- saw a door We're like hey this is this is the first time we've ever seen a door that it needs two people to open let's just step on it and we did and that and we did and then it went into this whole other world it's crazy yeah. i love um, uh the second level is the cold war did you guys see that when you were in the uh tv studio area because that's what i think is really unique about this game that you go into different levels but really you're at a tv studio you're in a tv studio yeah and you it's go into the tv Oh really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the the it's called Bobbyland because you, you're you're a neutral character named Bob, and then the whole thing is called Bobbyland. Yeah. Um. And I so before we were, it was six thirty. It was time for the, and uh, Nick is like, I got to take shit before the show, and I was like, all right. So he fucking stopped moving. Right. He's just hanging out there, and I'm trying I'm jumping around trying to find things, and then uh, a Chinese ball came in. A player, a third player. So I think this is a four-player co-op. Up to four-player online. Yeah. 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 Uh, I didn't know that I had my game open, but yeah, apparently I did. And I don't know if um, that adds, but whatever. Like, all four of us can play. It's a good time, for sure. Yeah. 
Uh, the graphics are good, very pretty, and um, I don't know. You, you feel like you, you're both discovering secrets so quickly that you feel like, like, should I go to your secret or should you come to my secret? Because I think <laughs> that's the one. Mine is purple. Mine is purple, and mine mine has two things that you have to sit on. You know what I mean? So it's 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 cool, really cool uh, exploration and stuff. I think consider, I'll consider with the value proposition you guys were talking about earlier. This game would be so easy to sell the kids, package up, and put a fuck ton of microtransactions for every goddamn skin in there. License yeah. across all the different oh, yeah, of course. things, put yeah. Batman in, and they could be predatory and trying to sell that to people, but instead, but for 25 it. bucks, you get everything. So I think you get maybe a little flag. bit of leeway, a little bit of leeway on yeah. the no, price. I, I, no, I agree. I agree with you. I think, like I said, if you have people to play with, whether it be at home or like you have a constant person, be like, hey, buddy, hop on. It's me and you. Like, Then, yeah, this is the game for you. But if you have to look for randos, aka Bobby, twenty five dollars. <laughs> I don't know. Like if you got twenty five dollars uh, to spend, spend it. out. I'll probably hang in. Uh, I'll hang on to this just to play with with Nick. Actually, yeah. Uh, Christian, talk to me about Dune Spice Wars. You've been waiting for this one, dude. Ba 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 ba. Okay. Uh, have you guys seen the Dune movie? Yes. And oh yeah. And you guys, Bobby, you saw the Dune movie? Yes, I've seen the Dune movie. Okay, I just wanted acknowledgement <laughs> from everyone. Okay, so you, you you guys know the soundtrack in the Dune movie, you know, um, is we're, intense. Like We're talking about the new one or the old one? Uh, I'm talking about the new one, even though the old one is one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, but, you know, it's a bunch of, like, throat singing, deep thunder, lots of tempo building, uh, and that is how I feel playing this game. I feel like Dune Spice Wars nails the feeling of being in the Dune universe, but it doesn't look like the movie, and it doesn't look like the game, and it also isn't like the book. So it's doing its own thing, and what? some people, yeah, some people in the reviews are like, they don't like that, but I think. It serves the game well. It's it's still immersive for me, anyways. Uh, this is a really slow-paced four-time strategy game. The Spice Must Flow in 1.0. It just came out. And, like, you'll put units on the map and you'll move them. And they'll take a long time to get from A to B. And a lot of the game is managing the movement of your troops. Uh, you can get airports that help you uh, manage that. But you don't want to get caught out in the desert because you'll be eaten by a sandworm, and your units also have each have supplies on them. So when you're out of your territory, you'll, your supplies will tick down, and your units will just die in the desert. So it can be pretty unforgiving if you have to go a long distance to attack someone and you haven't planned properly, um, which I feel like is exactly how Dune should feel. Um, I played this game in early access a little bit, and I immediately stopped because I was like, I don't want to ruin it for 1.0, and I just have a mm. fun question. Have you guys played a game in EA that you liked more than the 1.0 version? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you right now, DayZ. DayZ? That shit so- fucking... On, in 1.0, it broke the game. It, it wasn't able to be played for three months. That's a long uh, time. Me, it's a uh, Realm Royale. Mu- Realm Royale? Realm Royale was fun, man. We were all having a good time. and I, I don't know if it was 1.0 that came out. 
but it, they had this patch and everybody hated it and they was that they the one where everybody looks like rambo no that's the one that looks um everybody looks like um world of warcraft characters oh. like medieval real cartoony it's really fun and uh they changed some things everybody hated it a bunch of negative reviews decided not to change that one thing and all right i mean they, they buried their own game I so when I was playing this game, I was like, "God damn! I can't believe I didn't play it in early access. I can't roll back to it in early access because they've added a couple mechanics, which is great, but it's so much more micro." And I was like, "I'm pausing all the time, and it's just taking, I think, a little bit longer than what my experience was in uh, early access. A lot more googling things, looking things up. So you know, maybe it's a time." Uh, in a matter of time, I'll understand these new mechanics, and it'll be like a second nature. But it was so such a jump, and I was like, "Oh man, maybe I shouldn't talk about this because, you know, if I'm not having a very positive experience, maybe I can come back at 1.2 or 1.3 and see if that's fixed." But they added conquest mode. Okay, this is another question. You guys all played the original Star Wars Battlefront, right? Yeah. And you mm-hmm. remember that conquest mode? Did you ever play the conquest mode? It's like a map of the galaxy and then each yeah yeah, map- yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So that is kind of like what this is. Each game of Dune Spice Wars is an area on the map, but it adds progression to your faction because you control an area that has like a massive volcano. Okay. If you win, now your faction, when it goes to the next area, has like extra power, 10% to your power production or whatever. So you can oh, kind of... so you're rallying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it's really satisfying to do it that way. And when they added that, I was like, yes, this this is excellent. You know, the extra micro, it's taking a little bit longer for me to get through things, but... Uh, super fun, and I love that they added that. Um, you probably yeah. haven't played enough to know, but are there a, is there a comeback mechanic? Because that seems kind of broken. Uh, I haven't gotten very... I've only done three battles on the conquest mode, so I don't know if there is a comeback mechanic, but there is two crises at the top that I can see. One is the more territory I take, the more everyone else likes each other on the map. And the second one is depending what I do in each skirmish map, if I'm ever rude to the Fremen at all, their thing ticks up and eventually they're going to be in rebellion against me. So I think maybe those two things are gonna mm-hmm. I'm going to have to come to terms with if I'm getting really ahead. But yeah, uh, yeah super fun and conquest and... Uh, a multiplayer experience, right? So you can go with your friends, you can have maybe a weekly game or whatever, and you're all playing this conquest mode. I don't know, it just adds progression to like a Civ game uh, in a really cool way. So yeah, Dune Spice Wars, I like it. A little bit more micro in 1.0, not a huge deal. And uh, if, yeah. Uh, if somehow you haven't seen the new uh, Dune uh, reboot, which is great. Like uh, when I said it, when I watched it, I mean, this people didn't receive it as well as I did, but I said, is this going to be the Star Wars for the new generation, like the little kids when they're watching this? I thought it was incredible. Um, but it's on Netflix right now, streaming on Netflix. So um, they usually don't have blockbusters oh, on there. Yeah. Good place to check it out. Pyronical in chat. I want tanks. Dude, tanks? That's going to... There's a whole. Don't even get me started on the tanks, dude. You're no, gonna, no, 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 don't get us started. Don't get us started. There's a you're rock, agitating. No, there's, rock, the... paper, there's, there's, <laughs> there's lasers, there's missiles, and there's there's shields, and you can't mix them. Else, there's nuclear explosions. Just stop. Just stop. Thank I'm you. Thanks, Shut up, 
Stop. Well, somehow Stop. worms are okay, though. Giant worms are okay. The oh, worms are the balancing game. feature. They're the balancing feature. Are they in the game, Christian? Oh, yeah. big and, and it's a big mechanic, avoiding those worms, putting thumpers down in your enemy territory so that the worms Ooh. get called and eating are eating their harvesters. It's so deep. Oh, you really quick. so excited, dude. I'm like, so fucking... I just want to play it right now. Fucking dweeb. Uh, yeah, super nerdy. Uh, <laughs> there's so many... So with these new... Right, that's what I was going to say. When they added these new layers, these new micro layers, there's like an espionage panel. Uh, there's an economic panel. Uh, there's normal conquest mode and uh, i was like wow i feel like if i wanted to do super micro espionage i could win that way i might not have fun playing that way but like it's a viable route to win and i just feel like they did a good way of layering these systems in a way that like yeah if you want to go in and play it more like an rts like age of empires you you can do that if you want to play super sneakily you can do that too and you'll probably you know depending on what you like to play as, you'll still have fun either way. So, yeah. Good shit. Dune Spice Wars. Oh, can anyone give me their best, like, throat throat wailing, like, from the movie? Like, ah! Uh, like, give it to me. <laughs> I don't... I'd have to hear it. But... Go ahead. Are you, ta- make, are you talking about the dudes that are, like, in the field that are, like, being blessed by the bishop? Or are you talking about the... That was pretty good. No, just, like, the background track, you know? Uh, the yeah, the hymnals from the sand people. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't do that. The, uh... <laughs> there you go. Oh, right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. It, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Could you imagine if Bobby came out and he was like, "This is the one thing I can do." <laughs> That's good, Nick. Off. That's good, Nick. That's good. Yeah, the, the the throat singing that's in that scene where you see all the genetically <sighs> the the genetically engineered warriors being blessed, like the the fucking oh yeah and yeah yeah that the Sardaukar yeah the Sardaukar they're so fucking metal, dude. Like even I knew who they were, and I and I don't know that much about Dune. I was like, oh my god, it's them, and like yeah, they're like the super fucking weirdos. They looked a lot better in the new movie. Yeah, Sniper, are you erect right now? I feel like you might be erect. I love Why Dune. Are so, Why I are you love so Dune. sweaty? Okay, I have two friends, and our entire relationship how is you, based on like... Dune. I mean, I, I can see that. I have the same thing with yeah, Warhammer. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it IPs can bind people, definitely. Yeah, Dark Messiah of Might and Magic, not Dune. Lame. Sorry, a seventeen-year-old game. This is an old one. I remember this game. Um I got it for free back when you used to get free games when you bought video cards. And I remember I was playing WoW at the time. This was like 06, like 06 07. Yeah, it must have been 07. I was like deep in the throes of WoW. So uh, I did not give this game the time of day. But I've always kind of thought about it because it seemed like a pretty good game. And the reviews are really good despite it being so yeah, old. And it's um, it's an interesting game. So it's a, it's an RPG set in a fantasy world. It, it looks a lot like Skyrim, but it's very, very linear. It, it's kind of odd because we're so used to RPG games being these big open world experiences or sandboxes these days. But this one is just like an A to B, you know, chapter one, chapter two type of thing. So um, it's it's a different experience for better or for worse. Um, the talent tree is rather limited. You have like four gear options. There just isn't a whole lot of complexity that, that you're used to. 
Um, it is for its time. It's a very interactive world, though. You can interact with a lot of things in the world, and the game really pushes you towards environmental damage, which this sounds like super lame right now, but let's just rewind back to 2006. This is kind of a bigger deal. They set up a lot of things where you can push enemies over a cliff, or you can throw oil on the ground and light it on fire, or knock some crates down so they fall on somebody's head and kills them. They really try to push you in that direction. And it's kind of fun. Um, and they also incorporate a lot of stealth too, if you build into it. Um, there's like vision cones and body drag, all that stuff. Uh, what's interesting is that this game, well, I mean, it's not a surprise. This game did not run very well. It, it had support for like widescreen and it, it looked really good, but it kept crashing on me. Mm. So, um, you know, I went to the internet to figure this out and I discovered this thing called Large Address Aware. It's this application that somebody made where you can um, edit the executable of a file and it allows that that file or that game to use more memory. And this was a much oh, bigger problem back yeah. in the day. Cause I, I mean, we're all 64 bit now these days, but um, a long time ago when we weren't uh, 32 bit on windows could only use like 3.5 gigs of Ram. And um, a lot of games uh, were expecting to use that much. So the, this one benefited from this, this program, um, this large address aware application that I used. And, uh, when I looked it up in this forum, there were other games like uh, some old Sim games, um, the first Mass Effect, uh, this whole list of games that also benefit from uh, this application. So I thought that was kind of interesting. That but is, yeah, why did, why did you play that, this? Why did you play this, Bobby? Um, I had installed it a couple weeks ago because I found it in my library. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that game. Every time I see the game, I'm like, oh, yeah, that game. I got to play that sometime. Um, and last week was the week you know we we recorded on saturday last week so on sunday i just found myself with um an extra pocket of time that i'm not used to and i was like let's get into it let's play it and yeah i mean it's it's pretty good um it's gonna be hard for a lot of people to really get into this because there's just so many better games out there this is an old arcane studios game i'm not sure which arcane studios because i know there's a lot of them out there but uh, that's the studio that made all those batman games have you ever have you ever thought about playing on GOG, Bobby? Um, yeah, I play a ton of games on that. This oh, game is not on GOG. Is it is not? I, no, it's mm. not. And I know they do a lot of things. Uh, like they don't sell a game that's not going to work on GOG exactly. on a right. system. The the reason being is that I call uh, I watch a um, I watch a YouTube a YouTuber called Mandalore Gaming, and he play, he plays nothing but old games. He, he hardly ever plays a new game. Usually, usually like a a studio has to pay like a lot of money and it has to be like an IP that he's extremely interested in. Um, mm -hmm. And so like he played um, this game, like I think two or three years ago. And if there's games that like are extremely difficult to run, he gives you all the, like the details and all the files of like how to fix the game and how to make the game work. And like, he he'll give you like every, every incidental thing. And like, he gets millions and millions of views, but it's manual gaming. So, yeah, if you ever if you ever just get the the like if the inclination to play an old game and you're like this game this is this one's like shit just like just yeah search the game in the Mandalore gaming and you might find a fix. But Bobby, yeah, the time to beat is him. ten and a half hours What's on it? this bad boy. 
Yeah, it's not. Uh, there's about 10 chapters, but the first ones go quickly. And I'm on chapter four, maybe five. I've kind of hit a roadblock, though. I'm at this level with a boat. And oh, actually, no, I figured out how to get past that. Okay, no roadblock. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm I, I will say back in the day, this was like a title that I definitely wanted. I wanted this bad. This was pre pre Skyrim. I was like, uh, this looks right up my alley. But I, I think it was always expensive or I just never I never bit the bullet on this one. Yeah, it was always like that game in the background for me that I meant to go back and play but never did. But yeah, pretty good time with that game. I'm gonna keep it installed and continue to play it. Make some progress right here. here and there. I, I want to start streaming more. You know, we talked about um, this coming Friday, the uh, 22nd, I believe. No, that's not right. That's next Sunday. 20th. The, uh, gotcha. the 20th. So we're going to be streaming. All of us are going to be on uh, on this Twitch channel here, streaming some Phasmophobia, maybe some other scary games. But as I was playing this and also Poppy Playtime, I'm like, man, this is just, I, I really should just start streaming this. You know, just in case someone's around. I mean, it's uh, it's content. I hate throwing that word out there, but I feel like we got to be um, a little more involved. You know, ooh, do we have some it. wind in our sails? I was streaming. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, I don't want to. I don't want to jink it. Uh, I was streaming a couple times this weekend. I was really happy that people in the community came by and said hi. I mean, they don't have to. I'm not super entertaining. I'm not super captivating. And the games I'm playing aren't like new or anything, but people still came by and said hi and stuck around for a bit. So yeah, everything helps. I'll tell you right now, as someone who has a friend, oddly enough, that has an official partnership just by streaming when he plays WoW and he raids and he doesn't do any promotion or anything. He just fucking, whenever he raids, that's all he does. Once a week, he just streams and he has the fucking thing where you get paid for streaming anything fucking helps consistency helps thank you yeah and it's hard to be consistent but i feel if enough of us did it whenever we had the time like you know that would add up to something it would um this uh so arcane studio is just like this pretty nice lineup here dishonored dishonored 2 prey remake that uh, a lot of people love that game death loop um, Dark Messiah and a lot of Dishonored. Uh, let's see, uh, Wolfenstein, a couple of Wolfenstein things, but I think those are the two bad ones. But other than that, um, yeah, a lot of good things on their resume here. Wait. Yeah, but there's, uh, like I was saying, I think there's multiple ones. There's like an Arcane Austin and, uh, and another Arcane. I gotcha. so Arcane, I Nicholas's mom. Yeah, there. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> Plugs and subs. Uh, okay, I'm going to talk about something we haven't heard about in a long time. Four years, in fact. Maybe three. Three or four years. Bobby's video game movie reviews. You guys remember those? Three to four yeah, minute. Yeah, yeah, three to four minute little vignettes about uh, video game movies. Uh, I always look at them, and I, I, I've thought about this for like a year. I was like, I should just go back and redo all the uh, titles and put different thumbnails to make it more clickable because Bobby put in so much work into these and it's so evident. Like they're such good videos and we get so many comments like, Oh, I can't believe this quality of video is on this small of a channel. <laughs> you know? yeah. uh, and I think uh, what Bobby maybe lacks in knowledge about um, thumbnail and just making things clickable is something, a very small sliver of what I can bring to the table. So I made some changes 
Uh, the title Video Game Movie Reviews Grandma's Boy became a Grandma's Boy it Made Me the Man I Am Today. You do say that in that in that video. So, oh, uh, Video Game Movie Reviews Rampage became Rampage is a Feast for the Eyes, Not the Mind. And if you've listened to Bobby for a while, you've probably heard that phrase about a dozen times. I think it's very... Uh, <laughs> It's it's not a, a horrible headline. Uh, video game movie reviews Doom Annihilation became Doom Annihilation isn't a great movie, which I feel like was what your comeback from that was. So I'm doing a fun little experiment, and I'm seeing they're if changing reviews. they're awesome reviews, and I'm seeing if changing these two things are going to push push views up. You know, um, because they're still shown to a bunch of people. We get the odd comment every now and then, and you can help with the algorithm by going to our YouTube channel. Head to our website, dlgaming.net, and click YouTube, and then find Bobby's Video Game Movie Reviews on a handy little playlist that I've created just for you. You can watch did you it. Get Bo- did you get Bobby's face like uh, for his thumbnail? Like, no, oh, I didn't, know. because he doesn't show his face in any of the videos, so it would be a little strange. <laughs> yeah. He's okay. wildly yeah, talented, pop. and his face is uh, pop, pop. the best thing about him. <laughs> <laughs> Listener questions, I think, Bobby. Yep, it is time for some listener questions, and we've got a few of them. Um, you know what? I didn't check these, so I don't know if we had any more. I just hate missing these. So if someone wants to we check didn't. the Discord real quick. No, okay, no more. So All right. Two. All right, first one's coming from Pyronical. How many states in the U.S. have you been to? I assume as Americans, it must be a few, but Sniper gets a pass. As a New Zealander, I've been to nine. Surely you've seen more of your country than me. Look, man, first of all, when you come from the best state and the best city in the U.S., he doesn't shut really the fuck up much about San reason. Diego. He doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> not, be quiet. Not, a, not much of a reason to travel. Honestly. We're in Paris I and mean, he's like, San Diego, you know, I mean, Paris, how beautiful, but, you know, San Diego. <laughs> not good uh, enough internet. Yeah. Uh, as somebody that has traveled to all but four states, uh, California slaps, but I wouldn't say it's the best. But it, it is pretty Whoa. great. I don't know. Right. I have not been mouth. to Vermont, Hawaii. <laughs> I'm kidding. Hey, I'm kidding. you know what, I'm man? Kidding. Like I, I said, I've either driven through. <laughs> yeah, well, I've either driven through or lived in quite a lot of the states. It's just Alaska, Hawaii, Vermont, and North Dakota are the ones I have not been to. Um, I don't know. They they're all they all have their perks. There's all pros and cons to all of them. That wasn't part of the question, though. Me. But yes, I've definitely yeah, beaten question. you, Pyronical. That's for sure. I had to count. I had to count, and I used my toes too. Twelve, sixteen, sixteen. <laughs> right. You guys have exact numbers. I don't. I have no idea. I've been to a lot. When I was younger, my parents would drive out to Maryland to visit my grandmother every couple of years, and we'd drive across the U.S. We'd take the southern route going out and the northern route coming back. So I'm, I, I saw a lot. That's Route sixty six, uh, on, yeah. on the northern side. Yeah, I think I've been to seven. Is there a state between New Mexico and California, or is that the state? Arizona, Arizona. Arizona. Yep, seven. Perfect. Yeah, and Nevada. Did you count it? Because we went to Vegas. I did. I did. Okay. Nice. Yep. All right. So I've been. To, oh no, no. Dave's been to the most. That's right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you goddamn right. I've been to the most. <laughs> Don't you forget it. <laughs> no, I hope so. I, I'm trying to knock <laughs> out the other fucker. four. No, I do. I really want to go to all missing? 50. Yeah, and I am trying to knock it out. You're not going to go to Puerto Rico? Vermont, North Dakota. I, what? 
You're not going to go to Puerto Rico? What'd you say? You're I've not been to Puerto go to Rico. Por- I backpacked through Puerto Rico. Oh, shit. You did, never mind. Yeah, shut the shit, fuck up, You got man. extra credit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been to Puerto Rico. It's beautiful. It's awesome. Um, I, I loved it there. But yeah, I have not been to Vermont, North Dakota, Alaska, and Hawaii. I could probably Amazing. change Alaska and Hawaii like while I'm living here. We'll be yeah, cool. I want to do Alaska too. Drive up. Drive through my hood. The highway goes all the I'm way, baby. Driving to Alaska. Now you're on the west side. I'm gonna take you the ferry. On the west side now. <laughs> no, but you're you're going yeah. close. Yeah, uh, it's quite a detour. <laughs> Literally, half right. a country. It is quite a detour, Christian. <laughs> hey, it's a big place. All right, next okay. question coming from A Tom. What's your favorite snack or drink to consume when you plan on a heavy gaming session? Plan on having a heavy gaming session. You know, I've never, I don't think I've ever like drank and I, I drink energy drinks for work sometimes, maybe like twice a week, but I, I don't think I've ever done it or coffee for, because I feel like I just do it forever anyway. Well, probably not forever, but I don't remember ever having caffeine just to keep going. What about you guys? Uh, if you want to feel like if you're playing Crusader Kings 3 and you want to feel like a maniacal king, if you want to embody your character, you get really high and you make yourself a delicious cup of coffee. The caffeine, the weed, the game, you know, I don't, I don't even know if it can be beaten by anything else. Anybody else want to talk? Anyone? For me, it's going to be definitely uh, Red Bull Yellow, 12-ounce uh, uh, you got to be exact with that. Um, <laughs> no more, no less. No more, no less. If I drink too much, you can't go to sleep. If I drink too little, it's not going to work. Uh, but no, um, it's going to be yeah, Red Bull, uh, Yellow. And then as far as snacks go, it's going to be super niche. It's the Tex-Mex Trail Mix from Target. Uh, yeah, pretty good. Hmm. And I, I, don't, don't I don't touch my... I'm sorry to interrupt, Bobby. I'm sorry. I don't touch it with my hands. I get it. I get it in this fucking plastic container. Actually, have it right here. I get it right here in a plastic (laughs) container. I open it, and then I just chug it like a fucking savage. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, I chug trail mix. It's a problem. Have you ever thought about a a trail mix funnel, dude? (laughs) We need to expedite things. We need to expedite things over here. Uh, or maybe a trough, Just a trail trough. Chug it. Uh, we can all use a trail trough, dude. There's a little hook that it, it goes right on your mic and the trail trough. You, you guys are so big, you have like just ridiculous <laughs> containers for your food. Uh, have you hey, tried dude, uh, you know I, uh, a bathtub? So <laughs> I went, um, I was speaking on that, so we went some. My brother-in-law and his friends like to go camping for overnight, just one night. They they leave at like 5 p.m. and they come home at like 5 a.m. It's crazy. I'm like, why? Who the fuck it's does be- that? Yeah, it's because they like to do mushrooms in the fucking, in the, in the oh, desert, that makes man. Sense. Okay. Anyway, I didn't take anything because I'm <laughs> a, a big behemoth and I, I just always feel like I'm just, I'm content with what I have, you know? So I didn't have a cup. We, we brought a five gallon thing for, uh, for, for water, but yeah. I didn't bring a cup. So I took a one-gallon thing. I drank the whole one-gallon, and then it was hot as fuck. 
and I chopped the top of it off, and I had now had a one gallon cup, dude. <laughs> I was carrying it with one hand, and I was and people were saying, whenever I said anybody said they were thirsty, I was like, "You want some?" And they're like, "No, I'm gonna I'm not gonna drink out of your gallon cup." <laughs> <laughs> Giant problems. Needs a lot yeah. of water. Yeah. Mm. Cool. I think uh, I think my Bobby. favorite snack and drink uh. for uh, for uh, long gaming is uh, I don't know. I usually drink like a, a shitload of limoncello Lacroix <laughs> if I'm gonna game, um, just specific. And then I don't know. I really like Cheetos or popcorn for a snack. Hmm. Delicious. I like popcorn, but not when I'm gaming. Only when yeah, I watch I really, movies. I don't think I've ever seen Bobby like chow down or maybe a burrito. If you were hungry, you'll have a burrito just to get the, but you, like you don't snack while you're playing. I feel like. No, not, not really. I don't eat a lot of snacks. Yeah. I, uh, I like Gardettos, but like I don't have those too often. Um, And then, yeah, I used to drink a ton of caffeine, but not anymore. A lot of rock stars. Yeah. Had to cut that out, though. Cut it out. Cut that out. All our listener questions. Cut it out. Okay. That's it. That's it. Like, we've been inundated by two listener questions. All right. Um, what are we playing next week? I'm. I think I'm going to play Counter Strike. Definitely um, uh, Cyberpunk as well. I want to play Counter Strike with you, dude. But I have a good. I have good news. Rianne has ordered by Fiat that we will start our Baldur's Gate playthrough early. Oh two weeks early. God. Two yes. weeks sponsored, early. I sponsored. Do you want to double it. date Why this? You started already. <laughs> Do you want me and Leslie to join you so we can be witnesses and hold you accountable? I'm just kidding. No. Well, I. I what is I, going I, on? It's time. We have to it's carve out the year. time and. Oh yeah. And you play the slowest. Uh, it's time game for Boulder's Gate. <laughs> Dune Spice Wars <laughs> is not slow. It is. Uh, oh, I can't think of a positive. Yeah, positive word for slow. Yeah. Put it in Counter Strike with hopefully all you guys. And on the weekend, on the twentieth, we're all playing. We're all getting a little spooky, right? Phasmophobia. We're getting frightful. Yeah, we're yep. it up. Phasmophobia on the twentieth. Yep. I'll play Counter Strike Death Match right after. Emilio and I are probably never going to leave the intro trailer. Probably beginning to be too scared to go to the front door, right, Emilio? Yep. Or do you think you'll make it to the door? I'm in VR. <laughs> I'll just walk into walls for sure. Um, uh, yeah. Nick, what are you playing? Counter Strike and more VR shit. Bobby, something scary. I mean, we're going to play uh, Phasmophobia, maybe something else, but. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to try to stick with the Halloween theme. And speaking for Christian, Bobby, Amanda, and myself, Phasma Titties. Bye, everybody. I was working on it, but I didn't want to replace Jens because it's so good. It is really good.